0: There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. There is a dark
1: place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm like and this is Or Learn Parkour,
0: a podcast about ADHD done by two people who have ADHD.
1: We still do. Yes. We didn't lose it in uh, our pocket somewhere. So
0: we have lost several things, but uh, ADHD is not one of them.
1: Nope. My phone is one of them,
0: at least every week. Oh, I thought you meant like right now. And I was like, I mean, I guess that's good, right? Because then we won't have any, <laughs> any uh, phone
1: noises. <laughs> uh, now that you mention it, my phone is one right now. Nice. We'll find it. Hype. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the podcast. Like usual, we're not going to talk about parkour at all. As Lex mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about ADHD, specifically ADHD and sleep. This is the night-night episode. The sleepy time episode. This is the Tommy
0: Pickles episode. Care to elaborate on that? Yeah, um, that would be Tommy Pickles from the hit show on Nickelodeon, Rugrats. And it's the cowboy episode where they make believe that they're in, like, an old Wild West town. But I think they're actually, like, a playground or something. It doesn't matter. But Tommy Pickles, at the end of the day, after a long, hard day of cowboy, ca- cowboy-in. Cowboy-in? cowboy Cowbunga. That's... We've jumped continents. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but not really consonants. Um, okay.
0: Well, but Tommy Pickles, his little cowboy hat, and his little... This little diapers, because yeah. he's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I'm going to go home, have myself some juice, snuggle with my blankie, and go nap nap.
1: Isn't that what we all dream of after a day? Of good old cowboying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> what What better way to shut her down and drift off to dreamland? Yeah. I love sleep. I do, too. It's It's a good time. It's a fun time. It's a thing that I will say outright that I'm very bad at. Okay, can you elaborate on That's That's very subjective <laughs> in terms of, like, bad or good at. Well, I mean, in terms of the things we're going to get into in this episode, I have a hard time falling asleep. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time staying asleep. I have a hard time waking up and feeling rested. Yeah, I guess that does make you bad at literally every single aspect
0: of sleep. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I used to just think, you know, I'm a night owl. I'm used to staying up late, I'm an artist, I'm in the theater, <sighs> I'm used to, you know. Okay. But then... But th- but then? I got diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. And started doing some research. Yeah. Uh, that we will get into, that's kind of the point of this episode. But I was like, oh, hmm, all of those things are common in people with ADHD. They so, sure are. How about you? Do you experience any sleep-related issues? I think
0: my big thing is I have trouble falling asleep mm,
1: mm-hmm, and
0: mm-hmm. I wake up a lot in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got some um, some issues with insomnia, basically, of yeah. just not being able to sleep. But mm-hmm. I mean, when I actually do sleep, there's plenty of times where like most of the time if I go to bed at the exact right time and wake up at the exact right time, mm-hmm. I feel well rested. Hey. But that probably happens about 25% of the time. Yes. So like- <laughs> I'm not horrible at sleep, but I'm not good
1: at it. You know, 25% isn't a a bad ratio. Feeling refreshed? I don't know her.
0: Yeah, that's a bummer. I'm so
1: sorry. Yeah, well, you know, we are all learning. And hopefully some of you out there in Radioland can uh, learn from what we've discovered and sleep well and dream sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, okay, so walk me through it because there's some statistics in this Google Doc that are, um, alarming, have <laughs>
1: uh, A specific one, or should I just start from the top? Just walk, walk me and our audience through it. Sure thing. So this episode is about ADHD and sleep. We thought that that was important to talk about because it is very, very common for people with ADHD to have sleep problems for multiple reasons. One, As we talked about a little tiny bit in our comorbidity episode, it's possible to have comorbid sleep disorders. So you have ADHD and a sleep disorder. Those things just kind of go together like peanut butter and jelly. It's also possible that a sleep disorder can cause exhaustion that presents like ADHD, it's also been observed that some of the things that we think cause ADHD or are related to ADHD also happen to cause sleep issues. Mm -hmm. Also, just like many mental illnesses and other disorders and things that are going on, getting enough rest, regardless of the reason you're not getting it, is one of the first ways to sort of combat the system symptoms
0: did you just short circuit
1: what just happened (laughs) i think so i think just a a moth just up and died in my circuitry here
0: yeah no i friends and family i just watched (laughs) the light not not like go out or anything but just like
1: change colors definitely slip into standby mode there for a second yeah
0: just like a there was a buffering symbol that (laughs) appeared in the air in front of jordan's face
1: not quite blue screening yet but we got back to it oh it's a rainbow wheel oh no (laughs) but yeah so sleep is important and adhd (laughs) makes it hard is the thesis statement there
0: yeah so it makes sense that adhd and sleep disorders go hand in hand a lot of the time because of the whole thing of ADHD being like under stimulation versus Mm overstimulation and how stimulation and whether it's too much or not enough, like a lot of that has to do with sleep time too. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that that's interesting. But also the other thing too is like we don't live in a society that values sleep.
1: That is also incredibly true and incredibly worth noting
0: yeah so I think that would be my uh, caveat for the episode uh, well, yes, ADHD and sleep disorders go hand in hand uh, and from this Google doc it's pretty extensive it looks like there's research on how connected they are if you know if one causes the other or mm-hmm, not and mm-hmm. all of that stuff but, It does not help whatsoever that our society only values your
1: production Mm -hmm. output. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that that's that's definitely worth noting. And I honestly think that ADHD exacerbates that because Mm -hmm. for reasons we'll get into later about how people with ADHD often just have like delayed internal clocks. Mm -hmm. Evening is the time when a lot of people feel productive Mm -hmm. and feel like they are out of a lot of the structures that cause their ADHD symptoms, these expectations from other people and situations in which they don't thrive. So, of course, like when the only time you have to yourself that you feel good and you feel energetic and you feel focused is late at night, it sucks to have to put down whatever you're doing. It's difficult, especially if you're, you know, getting into a hyper-focused state to put that down and make yourself go lay in bed. Yeah. And it's even harder even if you can get to bed to make your mind shut up.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's almost like it takes that much more energy mm-hmm. just to get to the part where we get some energy back. Oh, absolutely. Like I I know I like I said, I have a lot of trouble falling asleep, and mm-hmm. so, you know, and, and Jordan and I will share our own like tips, tricks, sweet flips, etc., but that's all our own personal experience. And again, you know, we're not doctors, we're not therapists, we're not licensed practitioners of any kind. We don't um, know anything. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> we literally do not know anything. So, yeah, I mean, this is the sleep episode and I would go out on a limb and hazard a
1: guess say that both Jordan and I are pretty sleepy right now, you know, like. I'm hit, actually hitting the point in the evening where I'm like, no, yeah, I feel good. Like, I'm feeling focused. I feel like yeah. I'm not in that afternoon slump kind of feeling. So, like, rip me. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I, uh, it is cozy in here. We are in our blanket fort studio. And yes. it's warm. And you can kind of hear the rain and snow outside. And
0: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I have not been sleeping super great for the past, like, couple days. Aww. And so... Uh-uh. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so I also am just like, or my my base level during the day for the past couple of days has just been tired. You know, sorry, bro. Like tired. Sorry, bro. Thanks, bro. I got you, bro. I love you, bro. I love you too, bro. Shall we get into some stats, bro? Yeah, take me through those stats,
1: keys, bro. <laughs> I hate you, I hate you so. so much. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, too, bro. (laughs) While there are sleep issues that are caused by ADHD, Mm -hmm. there are also sleep disorders that can be comorbid with ADHD that are their own thing. Like Mm -hmm. insomnia and sleep apnea and the sleep issues that go along with things like anxiety and depression are more common in ADHD folks just by The fact that those disorders are all comorbid. They're just found together. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is like 25 to 50% of people have a comorbid disorder that affects their sleep, but ADHD itself can also affect your sleep.
0: Okay, cool. So there's like a, not a Venn diagram, but like a circle within a circle. Yeah. Of like, ADHD is the big circle, mm-hmm. and then those comorbid sleep disorders are the smaller circle, but the smaller circle is still inside the ADHD circle, yeah. or, but like, with a little bit of it outside, the, like, like, a very weighted towards ADHD Venn diagram, is that...
1: It's like if you're buying something online, and the thing you're buying is ADHD, but then when you get to your cart, they also make you choose a free sample, and, like, the free sample is, like, anxiety, depression, or sleep apnea.
0: Okay. That confused me more okay. than my Venn diagram thing. So that's so, a Venn
1: diagram then.
0: Well, I was just, I to say uh, for yeah. the audience, hopefully we covered <laughs> the gambit of different v- ways visualizations. To that. Yeah. How many different ways can we do? Let's just do this one metaphor in <laughs> as many different kinds <laughs> as possible and that's our episode. Thank you. Night, night. sleep tight. <laughs> Bye.
1: <Bye-bye. laughs> So, um, hope, yeah, hopefully, hopefully one of those <laughs> buttered your parsnips, but we're just going to move on before we beat that dead horse into the ground.
0: And if you have questions about it, we will have links to the sources
1: that yeah. we
0: pulled from. So. so hopefully
1: you guys are smarter than we are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, all that to say, a lot of people with ADHD have problems sleeping for some reason or another. Some studies have shown that children... A child. <laughs> the s- studies have shown children, s- children. children have- it's a child. But it's- no,
0: I always like mix.
1: I don't mix it up,
0: but I always like mash that together with the. What do you have? A knife? No.
1: <laughs> what do you have? Yeah. A, child. a child? No. <laughs> the IRP? No. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what. <laughs>
0: IRBs like what do you have a Stanford prison experiment no
1: <laughs> what do you have
0: psychedelics and no informed consent
1: no i'm going to create a clinical trial that is <laughs> so toxic i'm going to create
0: a, i'm, I'm going to create a clinical trial that is so
1: unethical what's <laughs> <Let's> not <laughs> Uh I don't even have a doctorate yet, but I would like to, it to not be preemptively taken away. That's so fair, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a bit of a zag, but not really. Uh Sue Sylvester was my favorite character when I was watching Glee, like back <laughs> well, in yeah. the day. yeah, I don't think that's true of most people. But like like at the time of Glee mm-hmm. coming out, right? Like a lot of people were like, "Yes, I love Mr. Schuster." And like, I wow.
1: You know, like I feel like I wasn't that engaged in the Glee. That's so what
0: I'm saying. Like the so Glee, I'm, I'm the listening Glee, Glee to you, the Glee people. Fervor mm. when that show first started, mm-hmm. and like obviously everyone. Everyone loves Jane Lynch. Well, yeah. How can you not? And obviously, Sue Sylvester's hilarious, but a lot of people are like, she's an awful human being and a bad character. And like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> she's definitely an she's, awful human being. She's a diabolical. But I she's think that makes her a cartoon villain <laughs> in a live action show with music in it.
1: I think that's what makes her a great character.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But also, ooh, that the, the power of just saying, "I'm going to create a blank that is so blank," like. <laughs> That is a good, ooh, ooh, there's so much you can do with that. It's a hefty meme. It's a It just does a lot of the heavy lifting work for
1: us. So restless leg syndrome is a common comorbid disorder oh, with ADHD. Yes.
0: Thank you for pulling this. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking? Oh, right. The podcast with the information mm-hmm. would be trying to deliver mm-hmm. to you,
1: dear beloveds. Our sweet, sweet audience. Our just... The apples of my eye. The the sweetie pies of
0: the airstreams. Aww, that's really sweet. It took a lot of willpower to not just call you all like little shits or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't... When I say stuff like that, it's not derogatory. Oh, yeah, no. You know? It's like a... I look at our cats and I say, oh, the, the stinky bastard, man. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a mean way.
1: Bastard in a loving way.
0: Yeah. Bastard.
1: Loving. Yeah. But anyways... Restless leg syndrome. Yes. I have that. Do you? Yeah.
0: Huh. I
1: think. I wouldn't be surprised because it's A comorbid with ADHD. Yeah. And B, uh researchers believe that restless leg syndrome is caused by iron and dopamine deficiencies. I have both of those. Which are also implicated in ADHD. We all know that dopamine is like the big ish. So Yeah. Not everyone who has restless leg syndrome has ADHD. Not everybody who has...
0: ADHD has restless leg syndrome. Sh- yeah, yeah. But
1: there, there is a middle, unlike a donut, there is a middle to that okay. Venn diagram. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, some donuts don't have holes, you know?
1: Like fritters like... and...
0: Yeah, like fritters or like... Bars, I guess. Yeah, bars. Uh, and then uh, like jam or cream, yeah. donuts. Yeah, like a Boston cream situation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Aww, or yeah. like if you get like more like bun, some sort of bun. Yeah. But, like with donut dough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Donut holes. That's true. They're called donut holes, but there are no holes in them. They are the hole. The, but the hole, though, is like supposed to be an absence of not hole.
1: They, they graciously stepped aside to allow the hole.
0: I hate that I just said that sentence. I just had an existential nightmare <laughs> just like trying to think about whether a donut hole is the hole or if it is the absence of the hole in its completeness.
1: I'm just feeling like we've said hole way too many times in this bit.
0: Well, hold on tight <laughs> because. <laughs> I
1: hate you. I hate you from the bottom of my heart. And I hope you choke on a donut hole. Do we want to do a podcast? No. Okay. Let's get this over with so we can go night-night. Okay? Okay. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. I still have some statistics.
0: Oh. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's a great way to get (laughs) Hey, Lex. Hey, Lex. I know you're tired. I know you're tie-tie. But I need you to pay attention because I have. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah.
1: You ready? You ready? I have. (gasps) Ready? (gasps) Ready? (gasps) Stop. Do you want me to, like, make these? I don't know how to make these fun for you. Do you want me to do, like, a little dance while I
0: read them? I I had to do voices Okay. when I delivered information. Okay. The one one time that I delivered academic, Mm -hmm. not even academic, the one time I was the one in charge of the the smart half of our podcast. The education station? Yes, that one. Mm Mm-hmm. I did voices. Okay. So I think you should do voices. Okay. You don't have to, but, like, <laughs> give me give me something. Okay. Give us all something to... Let me arrange my leggies. Your leggies? My leggies are... Ah, my leggies. All kinds of cramped.
1: Um, okay. So, uh, sleep problems and ADHD appear to differ uh, depending on the type of ADHD. Uh, so, like, individuals with predominantly inattentive symptoms are more likely to have a later bedtime, while those predominantly hyperactive impulsive symptoms... I'm more likely to suffer from insomnia. Cool. So, like, what's the motivation for this
0: character? Like, where are they coming from, you know? Like, what's their story?
1: I'm feeling like it's a very, like, fantasy gas station attendant. Like, roadside somewhere running a stand. Okay. Like, in a swamp somewhere.
0: In a swamp? Yeah. A gas station in a swamp?
1: In a swampy area. Swampy area. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, so just a gas like station a outside of Chicago. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, 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 yeah, cool. Yeah, come cool. on in and buy some uh, uh, fantasy donuts. I really regret everything that I've asked you to do. Um, <laughs> do you want me to do a different voice? Well, you can just do what you do, you know? Just be true to Jordan. Just be true to yourself. True <laughs> <Is> to
1: that... <laughs> I was going to say, is that the kind Lex way of saying, please, God, stop doing that? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, those with combined hyperactive, impulsive, and an attemptive experience both poor sleep quality and a later bedtime, which, like, sucks to suck, my dude. That's for combined type? Yeah.
0: That hasn't been my experience. It, it has. It's definitely it's definitely been my experience. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Well, also, I'm... I do want to clarify. That was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was a lot. It's an assault <laughs> on my ears. I am uh, now booking gigs. If you're looking for a voice actor to do that one voice and that's about it.
0: Or literally me. anything else. She, she can <laughs> act. Jordan is an
1: actor. I did get a whole ass theater degree. So there was an interesting study by a doctor named Marion Sigurdson, who is an electroencephalography expert on ADHD. And Dr. Sigurdsson found that nervous system disengagement for people with ADHD Dropping out of a hyperfocus can actually even trigger intrusive sleep, which is often misdiagnosed as narcolepsy. Like, you can just pass out from being bored.
0: I wish it was that easy for me. <laughs> like, no, okay, I don't want to make light of people who have intrusive sleep mm-hmm. or narcolepsy mm-hmm. or any sort of, you know. That's a bummer. It's a real bummer for, for y'all. But for me, if I could, oh, when I'm bored... Mm-hmm. My whole body is just like screeching. You
1: know what I mean? Like my mm-hmm. whole
0: body's just like I gotta do something. Yeah. And I I wish that my body would just be like, oh, let's sleep then. <laughs> let's just let's just knock out.
1: Yeah, me too. I I feel like I get close where like if I'm bored, I get very foggy, sleepy, mm-hmm. but I can't fall asleep. But it it has been documented that that can happen to people with ADHD. That wow. if your nervous system disengages. Your whole you nervous just, system disengages. Like, <laughs> yeah. You sure did disengage, bro. <laughs> you're playing Dean. You're like, uh yeah, my, with my bonus action, I disengage. Basically, it's not even
0: a bonus action, though. You just, your whole action yeah. is disengage. <laughs> your yeah. party members look over. You're just like on the ground. <laughs> Are they downed? No. I think they're taking a nap. Short rest, losers.
1: (laughs) That's honestly like, you know how they say uh, that people play ADHD to like live out the things that they wish they could do in real life? Wait, people play ADHD to... Son of a... People play D&D. Oh, I... Sorry, (laughs) I was like... No, I said that wrong. You were right to be confused. Just like staring at math equations in the air like, (laughs) what? I said the wrong thing. I I got the Ds mixed up.
0: Don't we all get the D's mixed up sometimes? Yeah.
1: But you know how people play D&D to like live out the things they wish they could do in real life?
0: Absolutely not. D&D <laughs> is not a form of escapism at all. It's uh a, it's, it's a very
1: academic, very um, very dry. Dry. Very very similar to real life. Mhm. Yep. But the difference between <laughs> real life and D&D is that when I long rest in d and D, I I actually wake up feeling better.
0: Oh, wow. Big difference for me between <laughs> real life and D&D is that in d and D I like can just aggressively hit on our dear friend, Sean Hendrickson, and it's in character for this arc. I was like, you can do that in real life, but... I don't
1: think that would be appropriate or kind. N- no, it wouldn't. I will say the difference between my real life and D&D is in d and D, I I have a really big, cool-ass sword.
0: That's true. You got a really big sword I did. in our campaign that we were in together.
1: I did. I wish I had a really big, cool-ass sword in real life, but... Someday. Someday.
0: Sending that one out into the universe? Yeah. Sword?
1: I'm gonna manifest. (laughs) I'm manifesting... A sword! A sword! (laughs) What do you have? A sword! Yes!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was bad. That was like... (sighs) who? That was completely unplanned. Yeah. And uh, the thing is that it was less funny. It seems less funny because it probably sounded like it was planned, you know? It sounded like we tried to do that. It really wasn't. we really didn't. We're just so in sync. God, just call us Becky and Debbie. I don't know who they are. It was two two gals who being pals it, in sync. Is that what we're doing in the blanket fort? It is almost Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's okay. move on. Okay, tell me um, about your... I, lo- I love you, bro. I love you too, bro are my whole world, bro. Are you hurt or are you
0: injured? I don't know why that line is always so funny to me, but like, are you hurt or are you injured, bro? Like the, the tenderness. The I'm inherent homoeroticism <laughs> of the Letterkenny hockey players. The inherent intricacy of hockey rituals. The inherent
1: romance in the hockey. The inherent trauma bonding of having to deal with coach. Anyways, so fun fact, 70% of adult ADHD sufferers show an oversensitivity to light, which can majorly ruin your schedule.
0: Yeah. I mean, the circadian rhythm, sunshine Yeah, dictating, yeah. you know, when to sleep and when not to sleep. I can see how that would be. a yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it's interesting that you mentioned circadian rhythms anyways, because some studies are linking the already shown time blindness yeah. to a, a complete and utter lack of internal clock also manifests itself in bedtime because you don't mm-hmm. have the same circuitry in your head going, It's time to go to bed. And when you do, it's very common for ADHD folks to have what's called a delayed sleep phase, which is just when the things in your brain that start saying, Hey, let's make some melatonin, friends. Let's uh let's call it a night. When they happen, happen usually like an hour and a half to two hours later than the majority of the rest of the population. I know that I experience that when left to my own devices. I will not get tired until 1 in the morning. Yep. Not wake up until like 11.
0: Yep. It's about where I'm at.
1: Yep. Probably
0: probably more like midnight to 10 a.m. for mm-hmm. me. But, mm-hmm. well, no, I don't like it just it's, it's so all over the board. I feel like I can't even pin it down. I mean, in college and grad school, there were so many times where even when I wasn't studying for stuff, I just, like, if I didn't have a class to go to or teach or Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. I would just, like, stay up super late the night before. Mm -hmm. And and even in, like, a, if I was, like, logically, like, I need to go to bed so that I don't mess up whatever semblance of a schedule I have going. And then my brain was just, like, (laughs) no! (laughs) And just stayed up. yeah. However
1: long it wanted to. Well, and that's also, I think, a part of ADHD that more directly affects sleep is some of the internal hyperactivity and hyperfocus mm-hmm. can make it really hard for people to disengage and mm-hmm. say, go to sleep and stick to a schedule when there are other things that are much more rewarding in the dopamine sense.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's like executive dysfunction yeah. 101, right? Yeah. Like going to sleep. Getting up to piss, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if that's not an immediate dopamine release, yeah. your brain just is less interested in it. Yeah. It's just not able to get your brain going really yeah. as well, much.
1: And I know, too, even when I a lot of times can manage to, like, put my stuff away, turn off the screens, turn off the light, get in bed, that does not shut my brain off at all. Yeah. That is where I see a lot of my hyperactivity manifesting is in the internal sense. And that's just the problem I've always had since as long as I can remember. It's like as soon as I go to sleep, my mind is racing and I cannot stop thinking about things and fixating on things. Yeah. So those are some ways that ADHD kind of more more directly causes sleep issues. Yeah. But there are, as we mentioned earlier, a lot of comorbid and overlapping. Other disorders, and apparently, specifically obstructive sleep apnea, snoring, and other sleep-related breathing disorders are common amongst children and adults with ADHD. Uh, and doctors have no idea why. Comforting That's that step.
0: That's <laughs> very, very comforting. Great, right?
1: That is something too that I did want to mention, just for posterity, is that like we mentioned earlier there are some symptoms of sleep disorders that can either make existing ADHD worse or present as ADHD, like the exhaustion from a sleep disorder can present as irritability. And a lot of those emotional dysregulation things we see in children that makes us think there might be ADHD here. So that is one thing that a lot of doctors and therapists and psychiatrists recommend is mm-hmm. starting with a sleep study or investigating some of those things if you're thinking that ADHD might be at play. And I, I don't know. I mean I think that that's good advice because if you have a sleep issue, whether or not you also have ADHD because you very much can have both, I don't ever want to be like, oh no, you probably just have a sleep disorder like, yeah, just go to bed earlier and you'll be fine, but either you'll have a sleep disorder. And also have ADHD and taking care of the sleep disorder is going to make managing your ADHD easier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you'll, you know, find out you just have one or the other. But either way, you're you're narrowing it down and getting a better idea of what works for you. So yeah. Yeah. that is one thing that I saw in a lot of research is that especially with kids, there's a lot of one thing presenting as the other there. And so that's a place that a lot of child psychiatrists like to start is mm-hmm. studying yeah. the sleep issues. Yeah.
0: And I, I think part of that. Like, it makes sense to me anyways, Mm because if you aren't sleeping well, I mean, sleeping and resting is pretty much the number one way that we can physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, every single way. That's Mm -hmm. the main way to take care of ourselves and our bodies. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense that even if you end up finding out that you do also have ADHD or that your child also Mm -hmm. has ADHD, looking at sleep hygiene and working on sleep disorders or disordered sleeping patterns, that's going to be helpful no matter what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, everything you said also, I just wanted to, like, add the more sort of, like, yeah, it makes sense to look at sleep first. And I think, too, like, there's a whole other discussion that's constantly happening about whether or not to medicate children who have ADHD. Mm -hmm. And I know that for as much research as there is supporting how much it can help, A lot of children who have ADHD, Mm -hmm. I do understand the hesitancy of a parent of wanting to medicate their child. But obviously, again, we're not doctors. But like my personal take on that is, you know, don't rule anything out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. also it does make sense that looking at sleep first, that's a generally sleep treatments are Mm -hmm. less invasive or less, quote unquote, unnatural, which that's a whole other thing (laughs) that I personally disagree with in terms of. But okay, you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Yeah. As a parent that I'm not a parent, that phrasing was bad, (laughs) but like I can see how a parent would look at that scenario and be like, okay, well, if my kid just needs to maybe take some melatonin (laughs) Mm-hmm. I would rather give them some melatonin first, you know, yeah. and kind yeah. of help them through their sleep thing versus jumping straight to the conclusion that they have a learning disability or are neurodivergent. And so right. I think given our society and the way our society is set up, it's just easier, simpler, and practically a better idea to start with working on your
1: sleep. Yeah, that's a... I don't want to say skill, but, like, that's a an awareness that's going to benefit you no matter what else is going on, I yeah. think, is yes. sleep hygiene, which doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, much easier said than done. Yep.
0: It's, uh, yeah, well, okay, so you've listed off a lot of statistics for me, but I I am curious to hear what you found about caffeine specifically, because I know one way that I try to combat how sleepy I am in the mornings when I've woken up and can't fall back asleep at, like, 4 a.m. And so I'm just awake until mm-hmm. I have to go to work at 8. I know that caffeine is a thing that I really like to rely on mm-hmm. alongside of my uh, medication and naps. But I also know that there's a lot of research on how caffeine affects people with ADHD and our brains. Did you see any sort of connection? to you caffeine...
1: You know, I saw a lot of different things. Okay. And... The interesting thing about caffeine and ADHD is sometimes it can be a good tool to help get through some of those times when your sleep might be otherwise affected. And generally, caffeine affects everybody a little bit differently. Some people are really sensitive to it. Some people it doesn't work super well for. But with people with ADHD, it is more common that caffeine actually has the opposite effect Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people with ADHD, before they're diagnosed, I've seen being like, oh, coffee always makes me tired. Mm-hmm. And I know you've talked about having this.
0: Yeah, I guess when I say I need caffeine, mm-hmm. it's like green tea. It's yeah. <laughs> not like I can't drink coffee because it will that much caffeine will give me migraines and mm-hmm. make me very, very sleepy and I will crash. But I yeah. just wanted to clarify that because I think I've mentioned that before. So if any of our long-term audience members were like, I thought... That Lex couldn't have caffeine. Well, the
1: thing that's interesting about tea is it also has a compound called L-theanine in it. There's a lot of research that has shown that L-theanine, when paired with caffeine, can improve focus. But on its own, it actually has a calming effect in a lot of people, which is partially why I think a lot of people see tea and green tea as a way to get caffeine without the like jitters or the hype and then the crash. That
0: definitely seems to be my experience. I didn't know there was scientific reason for it. I just thought it was like just enough caffeine but not too much but that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's also the L-theanine and that's also why it's sometimes recommended as a sleep supplement or a calming supplement in some ways.
0: Cool. Also, may I offer that uh, green tea? Tastes
1: nice. Tastes good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's great audio. I am more of a guava black tea person myself. I know this. When it we comes just to Starbucks. We just but... went
0: to Starbucks today. We did. I, I get my green tea lemonade.
1: I appreciate the consistency. I think they do too. Yeah. They know me.
0: <laughs> they know my name. I love that. Not this... all of them, but like the regular baristas at the Starbucks that I...
1: Yeah. Not to
0: put myself on blast for not supporting a local
1: coffee shop. There's also not a local coffee shop with a drive through Yep. Anywhere close to you.
0: Nope. And you've said this so many times, so I cannot take credit for this one. But when will the Midwest start? Just...
1: Embrace the coffee stand lifestyle. I am begging you. Just get those little coffee sheds. Please. And they are so, so worthwhile. They're so good. Okay. For, For those of you who are not familiar with this, if you... Just don't have these in your place of the world. It's very common where I grew up, which is the Pacific Northwest. We are known for having a collective coffee problem. They're just little just drive-through cafes. You can't mm-hmm. walk into them. They're expressly built to be easy and quick to drive up to get your espresso drinks and go. They're all over the place. Mm-hmm. They are not fancy. Nope. They will put whipped cream on whatever you want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're amazing. Yeah. And they're so accessible. And they're so quick, they're perfect for all the time. They're perfect for all the time.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, there's so many different options. Mm-hmm. Like, even in our college town, mm-hmm. like, there's so many different options because you have, like, Dutch Bros, which is a larger chain. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you have, like, the
1: Red... Red Star. Red Star. Mm-hmm. They had really good cucumber melon energy drinks. That's another thing that they need to get on here is the, like, flavored energy drink trend. Because that's a thing you can get from Dutch Bros or Red Star or Roasters or whatever uh, Big coffee B. stand. Bigby. Bigby Coffee Big does B. do that. But that's
0: Michigan-based, and I have never seen a Big Bigby outside of Michigan, so... Okay, we have Big Bees in Michigan, and they do have energy drink mixed drinks. Yeah, I
1: have not seen any of those in Chicago, and it breaks my heart.
0: Yeah, for such a big city that's supposedly so innovative mm-hmm. and the home of the first World's Fair, or whatever, yeah. was, or was it, or was it Paris?
1: Yeah, I don't think we were the first World's Fair, but we were a pretty big World's Fair. We,
0: we also had a first... murderer
1: at our World's Fair.
0: A, it's representative but, of yeah. our general grit. As a city, I would say. Yeah. General uh, <laughs> kind of innovations. Mm-hmm. Very innovative. Uh, very, very direct action. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which is a mood
0: for our city.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it's it's astounding sometimes because I can walk down the street and I can find midnight liquor delivery. I can find food from all over the world. I can find people... Making things I've never thought of, but I can't find a single damn person to put some sugar syrup in a Red Bull for me.
0: Yeah. No, it's honestly, it's so stupid. It's, it's so tragedy. stupid. Like, we and we have food trucks. It's not a new concept to this area to have a small production site that you can't go into unless you're an employee. Yeah. Like, we have food trucks. We have stands. We have carts.
1: We have all kinds of hot dog stands. But we do not have any little coffee drive-throughs. It breaks my heart. It is so,
0: so, so inefficient Oh. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. So uh but I but I do drive through Starbucks. Uh oh that's what we were talking about. I was Often. like, we gotta get we gotta get back on track. Yeah, no, um, what was the trap? I'm t- I'm taking us I'm taking us back on to this trolley problem <laughs> of a podcast. So uh, I will not elaborate home. on what that means because I don't totally know what I meant. I by felt it, it though. Thank you. Bring us back. Bring us home. Oh, bring us home. You know what's at home? Our stuff.
1: Yeah. Our beds.
0: Yeah. Our food. Our blankets. Yeah. Our bath. Yeah. Like, all our comfort items. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's take it home. We've talked a little bit about, you know, so, th- oh, okay. <laughs> It's my little rewind sound. Thank you so much for sharing all of that helpful information, Jordan. You're so welcome, Lex. That was so clear and concise, and I let you get through the whole thing so quickly. There were no distractions <laughs> or side tangents. It was pretty uh, pretty straight, cut and dry to the point. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. You are so <laughs> welcome. <laughs> 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 so, like, what's next? Eat glass.
1: That doesn't sound very calming. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Yeah. So, Jordan, tell me about what you specifically do. What are your personal experience, tips, tricks, sweet flips, etc. Oh, boy. That you use to either get better sleep
1: or fall asleep, stay asleep, etc. Okay. As I said at the top of this podcast, I am not great at sleeping. But the things that I have found that do help are... A, my weighted blanket. Amen. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but my little brother got it for me for Christmas last year. Thank you, Ross. And it has changed the way that I sleep. It is really calming. It's not for everybody. It can feel kind of restrictive if you're sensitive to that. But it's really nice. And I think it also helps me not toss and turn as much. Yeah. Uh, Because it just holds, holds me down. So generally, my nightly routine looks like Taking a warm shower, being nice and clean, being nice and warm, opening my window so my room is very cool and dark, crawling under my weighted blanket. But I will say during the day, and this is just a me thing, I have gotten into the habit of taking what my therapist and I call thinking naps. And I will just set a timer and lay down for 20 minutes and basically reverse meditate, where I just let myself think about whatever. I don't make myself focus on a task because that's what I'm normally doing like during my day when I'm trying to get stuff done is, no, don't get off track trying to figure this or that out or processing this or that. You have job applications or laundry or et et cetera, et cetera, et cetera to do. So I just give myself like 20 to 30 minutes to lay down. If I fall asleep, that's fine. I'll set a timer. But just giving myself the time to kind of let that stuff go and think about it a little bit during the day, I found to be really relaxing because then it's less of that that I'm doing at night. And Mm -hmm. for me, that's what really keeps me up is, I mean, A, just kind of losing track of the time and not being tired. But then when I do get in bed, it's shutting my mind off. Mm -hmm. That is really hard. Yeah. And I know that there's some advice online about no screen time or set yourself a routine or like, other stupid things that neurotypical people are just like well just like calm down and stop worrying before bed
0: (laughs) yeah have you tried like i don't know thinking happy thoughts
1: i'm not even kidding you that is a piece of advice i saw on an article when i was researching for this podcast and i was like you've never had a mental illness in your life have you but oof like, those things can be really hard for ADHD people. It's super hard to be like, "We'll just set a routine. We'll just put your phone away.
0: It is sometimes so wild to me that they're like, hey, all of y'all with a uh, disorder <laughs> that um, is primarily shown in uh, executive dysfunction, mm-hmm. have you tried doing 10 to 12 different steps that have no lead up? Have you just tried doing them? Have Have you you just tried doing stuff? Have you ever just tried sleeping? Have you just tried f***ing sleeping? Have you ever
1: just tried just shutting your eyes and going to sleep? You know that disorder that's majorly defined by an inability to keep track of time and change focus when you want to? Have you tried abruptly changing what you're doing at the exact same time every night?
0: Have you ever tried, like, have you just, like, created a routine for yourself?
1: And stuck with it? You know, it would be even better if somebody else told you what to do, because we really love that.
0: Yeah. I mean, admittedly, we are giving advice,
1: technically, right now, I guess. So we we are, are, but we're not making you do any of this. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Or are we? I mean, I'm not. I don't know what you do with your spare Subliminal time. Subliminal messaging. Don't. Like, you don't play... do this. Don't do any of this <laughs> to go to the sleep. You the episode
0: backwards, and <laughs> it actually is... <laughs> it's, it's the Lord's... The that <laughs>
1: God, <laughs> that was so cursed. I'm so sorry. As as absolutely demonic as that was, I will say. What's up, boys? It's me, a <laughs> <you> demon. <laughs> I will say it leads into the piece of advice that's been most helpful for me in, in figuring out what works for me is just like give yourself permission to wake up slow if you need to, if you can, or go go to bed, I used to get so frustrated at myself for not being able to fall asleep that it would keep me up longer. So That's a bit counterproductive, Captain! So if you need to pull your phone out and have screen time to wind down, I'm not gonna judge you. If you need to play a couple games of Sudoku, (laughs) yeah, so be it.
0: I can't relate, but so (laughs) be it.
1: (laughs) Oh God! What about what about you, Lex? What a uh, spicy advice do you have to throw into this? What about me? Broth, yeah. This broth. Mm-hmm. This warm, calming, fortifying
0: broth. Blanket fortifying broth. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, no, that was actually really good. Uh, thank you. I've been like kind of on it with like some quick witted things today. Some, some emphasis on some. <laughs> I'm so like, let's talk about what helps me. Yeah. Well, so I will set up a uh, summoning circle and, you know, make sure you get all your candles lit and just the... (laughs) And we thought the segment before this
1: was cursed.
0: Uh, I'm kidding. As I said... I have a lot of trouble falling asleep
1: mm-hmm. and I have
0: a lot of trouble staying asleep. I have anxiety and depression along with my ADHD and I have ADHD combined type, which is that wonderful wonderful mix that we were, you know, yeah. talking about of like my brain can't necessarily calm itself down. Mm-hmm. Like it's looking for stimulation constantly. Yep. But it's also overwhelmed <laughs> by mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. constantly. It's very fun. It's a very fun <laughs> existence that I live. It's a very fun uh, path that I walk. But things that have helped me in the past. I mean, when I was in grad school, I would use CBD and THC to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main reasons that people start using medical marijuana. Yeah. Start, like, smoking weed for that sort of, quote-unquote, health mm-hmm. benefit mm-hmm. is because it makes you not necessarily sleepy, it doesn't fear you know some people, but like it makes you feel comfortable and relaxed, yeah, and the way that that like that cannabis can just slow everything down is really, really helpful for me, mm-hmm. but because smoking things is very bad for your lungs and throat and general you know well being mm-hmm. uh that's not ideal so my i I use melatonin a lot, mm-hmm. I've used heavier
1: duty sleep aids before. <clears throat> Shout out to the r slash uh, ambient Reddit. Oh, so good, so good. Uh, Tag yourself. I'm. I love my wife. Yes. Oh man, it's the best one. Oh my god, it's the best one. We'll uh, we'll pop a link to that on.
0: Oh sure, yeah.
1: On our Twitter, it's one of my favorite places on the internet.
0: Yeah, I think that's the third time we've talked about that specific Reddit comment in that specific Reddit thread. Great,
1: it's my favorite
0: one. I, I know. have no
1: regrets. I know. I um, don't. I don't regret it for you. But tell me more about weed.
0: Oh yeah, well that was pretty much it. Just, like that was something I I did a lot mm-hmm. during grad school and. And at other points in my life, you know, mm-hmm. but it was really at its peak when I was getting my master's degree, mm-hmm. which sounds fair, I think. I thought yeah. it made sense. Yeah. Now, again, it's more so melatonin. You know, I, I tried, I've tried a lot of the stereotypical advice where mm-hmm. it's just like, well, just put all your screens away, get some blue light blocking glasses, like mm-hmm. meditate, just like... <laughs> Drink some lavender essential oil, please do not do that. Oh my god, yeah, no. But, like, you know, just sort of like, oh, have you tried spritzing this specific oil mix on your pillow? It'll help you fall asleep immediately. Or, like, so I've tried a lot of those things, and none of those things have been bad, Mm -hmm. but none of those things have really directly worked Mm -hmm. to help me fall asleep, except for medication Mm -hmm. of some kind or some sort of external substance that I ingest and then helps me get into a comfortable position, a comfortable state of mind. And I think, for me anyways, I'm not really ashamed of that at all because, like, it helps me sleep. So, you know, that's, again, I will reiterate what I said earlier. Like, that's pretty much the most important thing is resting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sleep is very important to me, personally. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting because as a kid – I would request to like get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was all about sleep, which tracks because I do love sleep still. Yeah. But it is also sort of a genetic inheritance sort of thing mm-hmm. where a lot of people in my family have the same issue where they can't fall asleep for a while mm. or if they can get to sleep, they wake up at four or five in the morning. Like I know that's something that me and my mom both do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like wake up at four or five in the morning and then you're just up but you're not really ready to like tackle the day and so like my mom so many times when I would wake up for school in the morning right like I would wake up at like five whatever because I lived out in the middle of nowhere and it's a bit of a drive or a bus ride depending Mm -hmm. on which way I was getting to school so like I woke up at like five (laughs) five a.m. for school for like every day of my life for how how so, like, I would wake up and walk downstairs, and my mom would be, like, half asleep, sort of just dozing on the mm-hmm. couch, because she had been up since, like, 4 a.m., mm-hmm. and she's had the news on or whatever. And now I find myself in that situation of just, like, it's, like, 5 a.m., and I can't really fall asleep, so I just pull my phone out, maybe play some Sudoku, yeah. maybe scroll through mm-hmm. the the social media, you know, mm-hmm. all, those, all those apps. Mm-hmm. But... The thing that has really helped me has been medication of different levels and kinds. And I also have a weighted blanket. Mm -hmm. I can also recommend that. I, you know, I like to also take warm showers or warm baths to help sort of like I I do all of those physical things, right? That Mm -hmm. supposedly cue your body and your brain that it's time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't always work. Yeah. And, uh, Certainly, I love a good shower, but it doesn't always make me feel that sleepy. So
1: Yeah, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with mm-hmm. using medication to fall asleep as long as it's in a responsible way. Yeah. I will throw it out there just for people who can't take medication for whatever reason or it's not accessible um, or not a good option to you. Some other things that uh, some of these I've tried, some of them I haven't. But scene recommended specifically for ADHD folks is as much of a neurotypical suggestion as this is exercise.
0: Oh, yeah. Is that's it actually one. a good one? When I used to like <laughs> lift and yeah. regularly, I slept pretty well. And so I am in the process of trying to do that yeah. again. I,
1: that's pretty simple. Makes sense. You you expend more energy in the day. You need more time to rest. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you can fit that into your schedule, that's awesome. It's great for you. I know that's not doable or easy to do for everybody. So I don't want to be like, uh, well, you should just exercise and that'll fix all of your problems. Um,
0: yeah, but I mean, we're trying to give a wide yeah. variety of either things that we've done or that mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. say work so that you have options. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, you don't have to do any of these. Yeah. You know?
1: Uh, one thing that I have tried and do appreciate when I can manage to get all the parts in order is, like we mentioned, a lot of people with ADHD are more light sensitive and some of the sleep problems can stem from circadian rhythm issues, which are often cued by light. Mm -hmm. So I have a sun lamp, a happy lamp, some people call them, Mm -hmm. that I try and set up and sit in front of first thing in the morning. Uh, And that helps me wake up so that I'm less likely to nap and more likely to expend energy. So happy lamp, good thing. I will say I still definitely look at my screen before bed, but I think that my blue light glasses have helped a bit in terms of, like, I said that in a mocking
0: way because it kind of comes in that whole barrage of advice that if you're really, really lucky and you have a very specific brain chemistry, it'll work out fine uh, and be super helpful, but, like... It's the it's the energy that that advice it's comes with. It's the happiness
1: is a choice energy.
0: Yes, yeah. but I also do own blue light blocking glasses. Yeah. And I mean, you saw me wearing them at work today.
1: Yeah, I was also wearing mine today. Yeah, Jordan came to work with me. It was I very fun. dude. did.
0: It was very fun. Yes, uh, I have an office that I work in by myself. Mm-hmm. So it was just the two of us. So just to like clarify, <laughs> Jordan wasn't just like busting into a group of people. <laughs> it's just like no. infecting strangers. Yeah, no, I, I work uh, in my own little separate office. So Jordan sometimes comes to work with me.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a very cozy office. It's a very fun day. We stop and get our starbs. And that's another thing, actually, that I want to throw out there is my most consistent way I've managed to wake myself up in the morning is give myself something to look forward to or a commitment. I always, I hate waking up early. Mm-hmm. You can confirm this. I I'm this. not a morning person. No. Morning Jordan is a heinous bitch. That's so... So valid though,
0: and also I wouldn't say you're a heinous. <laughs> b-. I've spent enough mornings with you now, at least I
1: think, to be like,
0: eh, you're just tie-tie.
1: entirely non-functional, maybe. Yeah, um, so- <laughs> you're not
0: mean or anything.
1: You're just kind of floating, <laughs> yeah. just kind of vibing, not all there. But I always, if I can, schedule my doctor's appointments in the morning if mm-hmm. I have them or things like that because I will wake up so much more consistently for that incentive. Yeah. It's I have a coffee machine that has a timer, and that was a godsend in college. Mm-hmm. Is set the coffee to wake up. I'd smell the coffee. I'd know I need to wake up and drink it then. Otherwise, it's going to go cold and get gross. Yeah. So yeah. make some external structure for yourself if you can.
0: If you can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on that note, in terms of like incentives, mm-hmm. this one's really a choice, but it does work for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On the odd day when I sleep, In Mm -hmm. Or, like, where my body doesn't wake me up early. I guess that's sort of the trade-off, right? Is, like, I either am up way too early or my body is just, like, dead weight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter when the alarm goes off. Like, if my body wants to sleep in, my body is just like, no. And so incentive, but not, like, the fun kind. I personally have my alarm set and my phone, right? I I have an alarm on my phone for when I need to wake up in the morning if Mm -hmm. I don't wake up before that. And not only do I make the alarm super loud and annoying, I put my phone at least three feet away from my bed. So Mm. I have to sit up and reach over to get the phone to stop the alarm. Is my alarm Cobra Starship's guilty pleasure? Maybe so. Is it the alarm I had in high school? Yes. Did I get it now? Because I wanted to see if that would help because I woke up so early in high school and I thought it would help develop a, you know, maybe an interesting mental link. Yes. Did Did it it do that? I don't know. I mean, I've got, I haven't missed work. I haven't overslept.
1: Well, there Um, you go.
0: You heard it here first. Yeah. Cobra Starship. Cobra Starship. The city is at war in your sleep brain. I don't, I'm very tired. All right.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm hitting a wall. (laughs) Let's uh let's wind this episode down and uh, get you off to bed. and thank you for taking us into this ASMR video. <laughs> Thanks, do we want to do a dopamine trampoline? Let's just do head off to Dreamland. Quick, a quick relaxing yeah, dopamine, maybe not a dopamine trampoline. maybe like a like a dopamine trampoline sleepover.
0: Yeah, like let's just go lay down on the trampoline yeah. and look at the stars.
1: Shout out to Andrew and Caitlin. Let's do
0: that. Did you guys do
1: that? Yes, we did.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Oh, shout out to Kismet because <laughs> we did that at Kismet's house in the
1: early 2010s. Yeah. What are we talking about today? What is your dopamine sleepover trampoline?
0: I love that you're really committed to doing this weird ASMR calming <laughs> voice. Thanks for coming to our podcast, Bob Ross.
1: You're so welcome. Okay.
0: If I'm not mistaken, we are talking about. For our dopamine trampolines this week. Things that really calm us down. Yeah. And maybe not get us to sleep necessarily, right? But help to just really relax and, like, get us into the headspace of, like, chill. Yes. Like, real chill. Mm Mm-hmm. So tell me, Jordan, what makes you mad
1: chill? What makes me mad chill is... There's a show that I like to put on when I'm winding down. It's a good background noise show. It's a good, I'm working on a knitting project or an embroidery or something, and I kind of have to pay attention to that, but not really. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people do that with like Great British Bake Off or Flower Fight or Bob Ross, since Mm -hmm. you mentioned Mm -hmm. it. But my go-to chill show is Treehouse Masters. It's on Hulu. Yes, yes. This is real. This is a reality TV show. This is a real company and a real dude. His name's Pete Nelson. He builds tree houses professionally. That's Mm -hmm. his job, Mm -hmm. which is also like kind of my dream job. That's so valid. But the show is just him traveling all over the country. And usually, like, once a season, he goes abroad somewhere to, like, meet other international treehouse builders, which is the most wholesome thing in the entire world. And he just builds people their dream treehouses. It's so charming. I say it's reality TV, but there's there's no conflict. There's really zero conflict. There's not a, like, oh, it's crunch time. How are we going to get the treehouse done? Dun-dun! Commercial how are we going to get this treehouse done kind of stuff? The most conflict I can remember from an episode is when he was building a treehouse out of entirely vintage windows for a woman who was an interior designer. And normally they furnish the insides of the treehouse. And then there's like the big reveal, the like move that bus kind of situation at the end. But because she was an interior designer, she wanted to design the insides herself And Pete was, like, really torn because he was like, you're a great designer and I want you to love this treehouse. But I also really want to surprise you with how cool it is. So I don't know what to do. And then they compromised by letting her design it. And then they both got to surprise her husband and reveal it to him. Mm -hmm. And then she interior designed the treehouses for, like, the next couple seasons because they just made friends. Yeah. It's amazing. And, like, in my heart of hearts, the thing that really connects me to Treehouse Masters is, like, the Washington dad energy is off the charts. Yeah, Like, for real, this guy's based in Fall City, Washington, which is, like, a half hour east of Seattle. So it's, like, in the wilderness on the west side and they have a treehouse resort out there. He has a little dog. He gets very into holidays and makes ridiculous tree puns all the time. And it's like your favorite dad from high school theater set building days times a thousand. Okay. And you just build treehouses. That's it. Yeah.
0: I can confirm. I have watched a few episodes. <laughs> it, is, it is very soothing.
1: Yeah. No conflict. None at all. Just trees. Houses tree houses yeah and occasionally their dog yeah or other people's dogs yeah there
0: are quite a few dogs if yeah I recall. yeah it's kind of they're like if there's a dog it's gonna be on film
1: yeah pretty much so it's it's clear where their priorities lie and I and I they're respect correct it. absolutely mm-hmm. uh, so that's what I've got Treehouse house masters the last couple seasons are on Hulu uh you can also stay at their tree resort in Fall City and they have a couple other tree houses around the country that you can mm-hmm. like stay in and rent yeah. which is like my dream.
0: Yeah. No, I mean we fingers crossed will one day, Someday. one day we will go to Dollywood. Yes, we will. And we will stay in one of those tree houses. Yeah, they, they have... have those tree houses outside of uh, Gatlinburg. They do. And they're, where Dollywood is. They're so okay, beautiful it's right around there. <laughs> I don't know which town Dollywood specifically is in. I haven't been there since I was in, like, seventh grade, so... But I'm pretty... Eighth grade. Eighth grade.
1: I'm pretty sure the tree houses at least, are in Gatlinburg.
0: I mean, they might be outside of Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg mm. is just, like, one of the bigger cities in Tennessee, so... Right. Pretty... <laughs> the fact that Gatlinburg is one of the bigger cities in Tennessee <laughs> is also a, a
1: thing. I've but... uh, never actually been to Tennessee, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: I really like Tennessee.
1: What else do you really like? What is your... Oh, what's my dopamine trampoline trampoline? this week?
0: Well, okay, I'm sure this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody. And this isn't going to be anything I don't think that's super novel to anybody who listens to this podcast Mm -hmm. either. But, you know, when Jordan and I were sitting down and talking about this episode and talking about things that we like to do to help wind down Mm -hmm. sometimes and most of the time, like before bed. Um, obviously, I've also talked about Sudoku, which I still play a lot of Sudoku. That's yeah, a classic. Uh, but every couple of months, like maybe like okay, at this rate, it's like once a year. Usually in winter time, January, February timeframe when it's just like it's cold, it's dark. All the time, it's wet and slushy, and we live in Chicago, and I love this city so much, except for when I really don't love this city, yeah. and winter is one of those times when it's like half the time I'm like, oh, it's so pretty in the snow, and oh, I love just being able to go kick around in the snow, and <laughs> this is so great, and you know, really connecting to those Michigan roots, but mm. uh, not always. And uh, a lot of the time, it's just me huddled up in my bedroom, like, sitting as close to the radiator as I can physically be without burning myself. Yeah. And playing Stardew Valley.
1: Stardew Valley? Tell me more.
0: I love that you said that as if you have not been forced to watch so much of me playing Stardew Valley. Like, so, so many, you've seen so many of my save files. Let me rephrase
1: Um, then. Tell us more. (laughs)
0: Okay, thank you. Uh, I, I know you were doing it to, like, you know, keep the flow going, but it was just really funny to me. I was like, you, you literally, like, didn't see me for a month because I was just like, I'm going to play Stardew Valley and, like, hide in my room. But, like, what can I say? Sometimes you just got to use some video games to escape. And uh, I know well, for I, the uninitiated. Yeah. Yeah. So I will share a little bit about Stardew Valley with y'all if you are unfamiliar. Uh, if you're not, stick with me. Or not. I don't know. I guess you could turn the podcast off or skip a few minutes ahead. Do what you want. So um, Stardew Valley is a video game. Mm -hmm. It's on most consoles that have internet access. So like the latest versions of PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, the Switch, they all have versions of Stardew Valley that you can get. Uh, But my own experience with Stardew Valley has been on Steam. So like on my PC, on Mm -hmm. my MacBook, uh, because it is compatible with both Windows and Apple. Nice. All right, so Stardew Valley, at its core, is a farming simulator.
1: Okay.
0: It is a story about you, the player character, who is, uh, spoilers, I guess, for the opening five minutes of... (laughs) Stardew Valley. Fair enough. But the basic premise is that you are a young adult who received a letter from your grandfather uh, on his deathbed where he says, you know, don't open this letter yet, but there will be a day in your future where you will feel burnout and tired and ready for change. And when you are, open this envelope. And so you have that little opening scene and then flash forward, and you are a young adult working for a big corporation called Joja like kind of like Amazon where they mm-hmm. have their own Joja products they really thrive on moving into small communities mm. lowering the prices just a little bit so they can take all the competition away from the other like local mm-hmm. shops mm-hmm. and then put everything out of business and then have a monopoly and do whatever they want and harm the environment and all this other stuff and basically like the big bad capitals corporation you work for them and you open into this scene very sad scene of you your character sitting in a little cubicle clearly just tired and burnout yeah can't relate <laughs> mm. <laughs> just kidding i actually really enjoy my job job like but capitalism generally <laughs> yeah no the the burnout of generally being in a society <laughs> Yep. can't relate that's no <laughs> uh, wild That's weird what? oh <laughs> Uh yeah, so we're we start off very realistic in this game uh, and you open the drawer of your desk and you find that letter from your grandfather all those years or months ago, whatever sort of time frame is. like be. I
1: would have opened that right then
0: but. mood. Uh, And it turns out that your grandfather has left you the deed to his old farm in Stardew Valley, which is a small little coastal town in uh, the Ferngill Republic and thus begins a journey Mm -hmm. of, you know, what starts out as just a very simple farming sim grows into being a part of a community and creating things, making things, working with the people of the town, meeting and growing closer to people. Of the town, like you can eventually, like, uh, date, marry, cohabitate, sort of stuff with NPCs and such as the years go on. And there, there's so much in this game. And what's wild about this is that the content is so varied and vast that it's like less than one percent of all players of Stardew Valley actually access, like, all every single piece of content. Oh, wow. Because so much of it is like Easter eggs or hard to find or like just so far into the game that Uh you really have to be committed to the longevity of it Uh because the game pretty much goes on infinitum. Like it's, I I am assuming it stops at some point, but also I don't want to assume. But here's the wild thing about Stardew Valley is that this game is huge. It's sprawling. Mm -hmm. There's so many options for what you can do, how you can develop your farm or not develop your farm, the ways you can get involved or not involved in the community, uh, whether you work with or against this big Amazon-like corporation in Mm -hmm. this Joja, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you have all these options. But here's the thing. Do you know who made this game? Who made this game? One dude. Whoa. One dude. uh, Concerned Ape is his, like, tagline or is his, like... Handle username. Yeah, whatever. I don't... There's a specific word for it, but uh this guy, uh Eric Barone, Eric baroni I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'm so sorry. But he coded and developed Stardew Valley, and he still updates it. Like, he still works on updates wow. himself. And here's the other thing, is that this game is huge, and there's updates that come in, like, probably, I want to say, once every couple years. Uh-huh. Or more... Ha, no, probably, like, once a year. Okay, and because this one dude, he mm-hmm. is still so invested in this game. And there's so much content and it updates. Like, I think we're on update 1.5 mm-hmm. now, generally. And it's got some really cool stuff. And that just came out at the end of December. That's oh, nice. why I've gotten back into Stardew Valley. Ah. Because every time there's one of these big updates, there's so much more new content to explore. Yeah. And then, you know, when you start getting... Go- doing like a new save file just so you can check out the new stuff. Then it reminds, at least for me, it reminds me of how much I love all the other stuff that I already knew about. And Mm -hmm. it it just Mm -hmm. sucks me in all over again. And um, the other thing is that this game is like $16. Oh, wow. uh, At least on Steam. And it's not one of those things where, like, every time there's an update or an upgrade, you don't have to pay for it. Like, it's... uh Oh, wow. Yeah, it's incredible. And I think it's such a good example of, like, indie game development Mm -hmm. being really fulfilling and wholesome without having, like, cinematography-type graphics. And, like, it's just really chill. And it's very methodical. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so from the storyline... To the actual gameplay itself and how rhythmic it is, mm-hmm. it is so calming to me and so soothing. Yeah. And I think especially right now in the world, that's something that we all could use a little bit more of. Yeah. Um, I think we
1: all relate to uh, working at Joe
0: Mart sometimes. Yep. So uh, I uh, probably after we're done recording this, I'm probably gonna go play some Stardew Valley and get ready for sleep time. And as Tommy Pickle said, gonna get my blankie. And I'm gonna go nap, nap. That sounds fantastic. That's that's my thing. The Stardew Valley. Nice. It's not super niche. It's not like super in depth, but uh, it's a but cool it video means- game, and it makes me feel soothed and calmed and ready for sleep time.
1: If it uh, if it brings the dopamine, then. We are here on the trampoline. Indeed. Well, that's everything that I have on ADHD and sleep. Do you have anything else or should we shut this one down and... uh... Let's wind it
0: down, you know? And on the note of kind of piggybacking off of what I just said about the world being a place right now, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. We are... You know, I I feel like we try not to hammer it home too much, but I know we do this every episode of just like, please take care of yourself. Please take time to rest, but still pay attention to Mm -hmm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. I know that we have a different, uh, different sort of circumstances in this country now as of this month, which is cool in some ways and not cool in others. And I know that there's a lot of people with a lot of feelings about the different ways that things have gone. And uh, so I think my main word to y'all is to just, like, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself mm-hmm. and your people.
1: Yeah. I hope that somewhere in this episode there is something that helps you rest in there. We all need it, especially this time of year when it is mm-hmm. very gray and it is very cold in a lot of the world. And it seems like we've kind of been trudging through things...
0: It's almost like we've been forced to just live through a pandemic. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Instead of being given any tools or resources to survive a pandemic. We're just sort of...
1: We're just sort of here. We're just sort of here. Sort of just the jellyfish caught in this current. Yep. But all that to say, your rest is important and you deserve it. And I hope that this helps you find it. It's an important part of... Taking care of yourself and mm-hmm.
0: especially after our last episode, because last episode we just screeched at you a lot about Tony the Tiger. So, uh, hopefully,
1: this <laughs> one was a bit of a respite, a bit of a breather yeah. for all of y'all. Yeah. That being said, we are going to go ahead and sign this one off so you can uh,
0: get some rest. And also, selfishly, because we want to go to bed.
1: Yeah. So, this has been or learn parkour from Wholehearted Production Company.
0: You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other places cool people listen to podcasts.
1: Special thanks to Cresha Perito for our fantastic cover art design. You can find her at Petalhop, that's P-E-T-A-L-H-O-P, on Instagram and Etsy and Twitter.
0: Yep, all those great places to find Kreisha. Thank you to Tom Rosenthal for our theme song, There is a Dark Place, off of the album Keeper Private Room Behind the Shop.
1: You can follow us on the Meads, we are... At or learn parkour on Twitter, at weRWPC on Instagram, and on our very own website, wearewpc.com.
0: Yeah, and you can find links to everything we just talked about and links to transcripts when we get those up. All that will be in our episode description.
1: If you are enjoying this podcast and would like to hear more, please don't forget to subscribe to this feed.
0: Yeah, you can also support the show if you feel so led. Uh, By sharing it with friends, family, strangers on the street. Who's to say (laughs) you could leave us a review. Uh, You could also donate to our Ko-Fi if you're feeling up for it. You can find that on our link tree, which is in both our Instagram and Twitter bios.
1: This is true. This is true. Do we have an outro question this
0: week? If you aren't allowed to sleep in a traditional bed, what is your ideal sleeping place? Hammock. (sighs) was mine
1: well you have two hammocks so we can both sleep in a hammock
0: that's true don't ask why i have two hammocks it's none of your business
1: it's so that we can both sleep in a hammock
0: yeah i just really like hammocks <laughs> it's hammocks hammocks are better than beds i guess
1: yeah it's true it's true my first well my first thought was a bunk bed but then i was like that's, that's still a, a bed. bed fair yeah all the ones i thought of were like beds just but just in weird places yeah
0: Okay, that's fair. You know the Ooh. top
1: of RVs, like yeah, over the yeah. drivers, like mm-hmm. that would be optimal. But that's still a bed, you know. It is a
0: bed. Let's see if you're. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? You can have hammock. Okay. And in reality, obviously, I do have two hammocks, so we're good. So we can fun. both have hammocks. We're all yeah. set. But uh, I want to sleep on like a bed of really plushy moss.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's very good. That's very good. Only
0: problem is I would wake up and Hozier would just be, like, standing over me, like Edward Cullen or something.
1: Like, get out, me yeah, like, get out of me swamp! Yeah, get out of my swamp! I'm so sorry, Hozier, I know you're Irish and not Scottish.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. That, well, Hozier, you do have... Hosier. Wow, I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> Woo. You do have some things in common with Shrek. <laughs> Can you please elaborate on that? No. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) let's see. We got tall. Yeah. Okay. An affinity for swamps.
1: Yeah. And swamp-like
0: imagery. Yeah. And uh, his best friend is a donkey. What? I'm just speaking that into existence.
1: Okay. All right. To all of you out there, I hope that you rest well and find the (laughs) donkey to your hosier.
0: (laughs) Well, next week when... You find out that I've been jailed for uh, defamation or something. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry.
1: <laughs> well, uh, <sighs> until then, I'm Jordan. I'm Lex. And this has been Oilern Parkour. We'll see you in two weeks. Night night, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs>